we are back for a special episode. We are doing this because of last year and the kind of uh, response we got to it. Uh, time of year uh, is November, date is the 26th, and Michael Dwyer is our co-host here today. Because you are getting better and better. Yes, it is the 26th <laughs> of November. Yes, it is. And you better believe it. Um, yes, thank you. Thank you, Mark, for having me here. Thank you for the protein bar. <laughs> it's a, oh, not at all. This is, it's protein. I, I, protein, I believe in protein now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're you my way. Feel better? Oh, yeah, big time, yeah. 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 Protein is the way forward. I, I, I am part of the 12-week Lean and Well program with Mark Haddon Fitness. You get on it. It's unreal. Um, I'm starting to feel the difference. I'm starting to see a difference. Great. And it was a tough week last week. But, you know, the toughest challenges in life, we have to climb through them. We have to get through them. Yeah. And I've felt that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's uh, a prelude into this. Before we get into it, I was thinking, should we say, you've had an explosive few months with baby Nora rising. Explosive growing. nappies. <laughs> explosive puke. Explosive tears has been, yeah. yeah. It's been a lot. Big change. Different person. Altogether, completely. Everything has changed. My whole outlook, values, how I spend my day. I spend my time, what I want for the future, everything completely different. Not in a way that everyone says, and I thought this before as well, I was like, oh, it changed your life. And I was like, oh, yeah, it does. And it changed, people say it changed who you are. I was like, oh, yeah, it does. But you don't, you don't really understand and you don't know how it is going to change you. But like <clears throat> everything down to like just every, what I prioritize, what I care about, who I spend time with, how I choose to spend my time, what I want to achieve and what I want to be has all changed since I have had someone that I'm responsible for. Do you know? Uh, I don't know if that answers your question. It does. Yeah. So you've made, it's, it's made you a better person and it's continuing to make you a better person and you're continuing to invest in what's important to you and it's just really fulfilling to see you succeed and uh, continued success to you. Thank you. I think a lot has to do with, um, there's a lot of value in what the three of us went to. Um, James Smith. Yeah, that was great, wasn't it? It was. It was very good. The staff in the Helix, Weren't great. We, I don't think we'd do our live show oh, there. Yeah. Yeah. The sound cut out a good few times. <laughs> it did, yeah. And they let everyone in. They let everyone in. It'd be carnage. Yeah, because... yeah, yeah. <laughs> You'd have Fab McLeeson to come backstage again and ask me to take photos of him with the guest while I'm supposed to be on stage. <laughs> and footnote, did I ever tell you that Eddie Scorty has an answer to Fab? No. So there's a fellow in Eddie Scorty. I've never approached him. Baff. But baff. <laughs> So Baff sits on this ESB box at Boyle Sports and he has a bit of a cardboard cutout yeah. and he sits there and he has Shamrock's Lotto tickets and he just sits there but like he just, like he's selling them but like no one knows what time he was there but like he's always he was there actually at half nine this morning Fuck So if I wanted to buy Shamrock's Lotto tickets I could have gone to the Boyle Sports ESB box And no one even knows if there is a Lotto in the Shamrocks <laughs> But this man will take your money He will <laughs> Did you buy one? <laughs> no, I change. I change. never have changed after you. No, no, never. I doubt this man takes Revolut. No, I doubt <laughs> it. I doubt it. Yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Uh, and the house. So the, we, yes. we took a break back in July because baby arrived and I'm doing a bit in the house. And uh, yeah, look, we're still doing a bit in the house and uh, we're slabbing hopefully next week. There's a lovely man, Derek, from the Heat Recovery. Uh, Healthy Homes. Lovely little name for right. a company, isn't it? Where's that? Healthy Homes. They're from Wexford Town. And they do heat recovery, so they 
exchange the cold air and the hot air in your house. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah very modern. Yeah. So uh, Derek is working there at the moment. Shout out to Derek. Thank and you, Derek. Uh, Yeah. Um, it's getting there and we hope to be in, in February or so. Class. So we're getting there and we're on budget now. Thanks to everyone who's helped us this far. Yeah. So that brings us to mental health and why we're here. Yeah. Mark, uh, I listened to the podcast today yeah. and the only regret I have is that not listening to it again sooner because... Um, it packed a punch for me, and I listened to it at the time, but it only dawned on me, I suppose, having a bit of perspective and having not done the podcast, just how deeply you were, um, how deeply you were affected by your mental health in the past. Yeah. Um, how raw it is, and how universal it is as well. You know, I think everyone could relate to what to parts of what you described during the story, whether it was as someone who was helping you or someone who was actually going through that time. Um, you felt the need to um, have this podcast uh, today. What, why, what, what was your urge? I suppose like the last one I did last year was kind of all about me and my story. And that's fine. Like and people can listen to it and relate, but there wasn't much value, I think, to other people in it. It was just more so they saw that, you know, like, I might appear as someone on the outside who, you know, like exercises and has a family and has all this shit together. But at one stage I wasn't like, I couldn't have been further from that. But I think like there are certain aspects that I may have left out of that story or like there's a lot more to it than was just, I had to kind of frame the whole thing in a start, a middle and an end. But there's a lot of varying factors that went on there as well. And my mental health isn't always at 100%. Like I made a... a a reel there the other day on Instagram kind of about seasonal affective disorder and how I do get it a bit like I have the tools and the methods now to cope with it well so I don't have it anymore but I think there there is a lot more in terms of value I could give to people and that's kind of what I've been deciding to do lately is just I'm going to give away as much information and value and uh, help that I have for free to people for nothing like I will have my coaching services as well to go more in-depth with people and help them in the systems the processes and the one-to-one support I can give but I just think it's it's more beneficial for me with what I've been through and like my experience and knowledge in like health and fitness to just help people for free because I can so I don't know if you have like anything prepared or if you have any questions or anything you want to ask coming into this well sure just to talk through like the vitamin d one there today like with the seasonal effective disorder so like what what Obviously, it's to do with when the seasons change and we don't get a lot. Some days here, we, we it could be overclassed over all day and you can you can feel like you could be stuck in an office and you could go in when it's dark and come out when it's dark. Like, what what is it for you that, that affects your sense of self and your well-being when it's in this dark time of year? I honestly think a lot of it is just um, biology. Like, you're not getting that sunlight, you're not seeing brightness, you're not feeling warmth, it's just cold and it's dark, and it's raining, and, you, like, you can't go outside and do the things you normally do, like, going out, going for a walk, or, like, you know, there's not much sport going on at the minute either, so, like, there are only a certain amount of things you can do to keep your mental health in order, but those things work if you do do them, and there's, like, other stuff I left out, but I don't do, which I should, is meditation, I've left that out, like, and I haven't done it in a good while, and that's just I could make up excuses I just haven't done it I, I've let myself fall off that practice which I definitely could make time for as I said to you before the podcast like I've only started going for walks again recently 
because I thought I was too busy when in reality I was just thought I was busy because I wasn't giving myself that time to have headspace so if I just said I'll give myself this amount of time to have for myself to get my head right you'll realize that you're not as busy as you thought you'll get all the things you were going to get done anyway and you'll get them done without feeling as stressed and then you'll have more time to yourself so like that's that's a big thing and it was one thing I, I definitely wanted to kind of get across in this is that there is absolutely nothing selfish about prioritizing yourself that like people think oh, I have this responsibility and I have to look after this person I have to look after my kids whatever like you you're no good to those people if you aren't at your best so you owe it to those people to, be, to invest in yourself to be at your best and whether that means like waking up a bit earlier or taking an extra 15-20 minutes to go for a walk after work before you come home to clear your head that that's worth more to those people than 15 minutes of you stressed off your fucking brain and snapping at them snapping at them do you know um can i say oh sorry you yeah no go saying? on no no go on yeah right uh, there's a few things that struck me first of all you kind of did a disservice at the start by saying that uh you know that you'd only it was only about you at the start like at last year's podcast for if if you haven't listened to last year's podcast we uploaded last week as a refresh go back and listen to that and then listen to this one um because one of your key anchor key messages that you have in that one mark is take care of yourself mm. and what i'm hearing from you there now say is you know prioritize yourself so it's another it's another core to that message it's another anchor it's another it, all you're doing is drawing on it and, and massaging a bit more and extracting the value in it yeah um so i wouldn't run down what you did because what well, and what another on last year is like whenever anyone asked me whenever anyone asked me after it like i kept saying the same thing that when I listened to it, everything you said was said with such a fairness, with such perspective and honesty that it wasn't, it, it wasn't indulging yourself. It was mm. actually an accurate reflection of what you'd been through. Yeah. And as someone that was a witness to what you were going through, mm. that was profound to have that uh, perspective. And with that in mind, you, you mentioned not being able to do meditation. I think that we can meditate for 17 hours a day and do you remember that thing you did of the life of Michael Dwyer and like uh, mm. I think you had for a crazy amount of hours yeah. like you can do that and still be a dickhead so <laughs> like you, it is important to remember like to, to approach what you, you you have this anyway when you have a child when, a, when you have another human being in your arms that like you can approach anything as meditation that anything mm. and, and Alan Watts says that like everything in life is play but just to that everything can be done mindfully, slowly, and thoughtfully, and and so it doesn't have to be just sitting down and doing nothing. But there are rewards in both. Yeah. And there was one more thing that struck me about what you're saying there, um. But but I think that's enough of a, a rebuttal. Um. But yeah, like as you were saying, like I, I was able to kind of articulate and go through what went on with me, uh, detached, I suppose, a little bit from it understanding that it was me but I was able to articulate without you know trying to, to to frame it in a certain way I was just saying the facts of what actually happened and that is down to writing that sounded journaling I was, uh, you, you think you know what you think but you actually don't mm -hmm. your mind is like a fucking mm -hmm. 10 different roundabouts crossing yeah. over each other like and mm -hmm. you think you're you're on one thought and then it goes a different way but if you actually write it down you're able to form a clear pattern of your thoughts and you're able to objectively view anything you want so like we took a lot of books out of this house when we moved into our new place and there's 
uh, sorry, load of boxes and they're full of hardbacks of stuff I used to write down. Every morning I'd get up and I'd write and I'd say I wrote almost every day for maybe four years. And it's not that, you know, you have to commit now to writing four years of journaling, but like starting one day will improve your day. I still do it. But um, so like when I get to work in the morning, I just write down a couple of points, like what I'm grateful for, stuff that's gone in my head and just get it off out of my head and onto the page. But being able to do that was massive. And uh, Breed, I'm going to write her out here, read one of my journals the other day when we were moving books around. Now, I don't care. It's fine. Like, she's more than welcome to read them. But because uh, I'll never read back over them, but I don't want to throw them out either for some fucking reason. You said before, like, you hoard all these papers or whatever. I don't know why I do that as well. I think I'll read them someday, but I never will, like... Uh, she read through one of them and it said I liked your quote in one of your journals and I was like you read it and she's like yeah and like no remorse but anyway she was like it said uh, there's only one Mark Halpin and that's me so therefore I'm the best at being Mark I'm the best at it so and that was huge and that was something that um, definitely changed my perspective and that isn't something I actually thought and then wrote down I wrote it as I, I thought it as I was writing mm. so those thoughts come to you so that's the import- importance of journaling and just on that quote itself, that there is only one of you, so you are the best mm-hmm. at it. Like, a lot of frustration and a lot of my, like, anger and I suppose other things that I held inside were because I was trying to be something I wasn't. Mm. I wasn't happy, happy, or I wasn't comfortable being happy with who I was. And it led to a lot of, like, staying attached to, to friends that weren't serving me or to relationships that weren't serving me. Or I wasn't serving them either, like, but... Being able to just be comfortable with yourself and if that means you lose people that aren't congruent with that, that's actually a good thing. You might fear that loss, but it's actually a good thing once you get to a place where the people around you know who you are and accept who you are and you're friends with them and they accept you. That's worth way more than having the current friends you do who don't actually know who you are. Do you think this is... Do you think this is a male quality or more so male quality or do you think it is or can anyone have this quality? What? The reflection? The, the rootlessness or the the prioritisation or the clear the, the clear the clarity? No. You think this is universal, right? Yo, oh, absolutely, yeah. I, abs- I absolutely think so. Yeah. 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 No, I was just interested like I'm, I'm teasing this out thing for my own sake as well because I, um, I've been soft. I've been nice, yeah. guy. And in in turning that around, well, I suppose it is universal. Yes, because for a woman, if a woman is a doormat, the same principles apply in how she rebuilds herself. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it is. It's hard to find that balance as well because you want to be nice to people. You mm. should be. You should be friendly and empathetic and you should try to, to help people as much as you can but you have to be able to identify when someone is trying to take advantage of that kindness yeah. and just be able to cut it there mm. or just even not even cut ties just set your boundaries mm. this is it and after that they have to fucking they, they respect you more for being able to do that and mm. then you can still be nice you can still be kind to that person but not you're not giving away yourself to them yeah do you know mm-hmm. Um, is there more on this you want to say, Mark? Or on on that on this pers- this aspect of of um, just try, um, 
I'm sorry, I know it's not as clear, but like just hopping back, I suppose, to uh, on your, I bought that vitamin D3 spray that uh, the, your nutritionist recommended yeah. today or that takes you privately. Yeah. Um, that's really interesting. The fact that, you know, we can top up our, um, to try and protect our body from what we're missing out on when, without sunlight. Yeah. Yeah. Sunlight is massive. We do it fucking completely wrong here in Ireland. So one thing I miss so much about Australia is just the sun. Now the sun will burn you alive over there, but it's still like just even being able to see the light of it makes a massive difference. And we get, I know our summers are actually getting fairly good here. Where our winters are shit. Like some pre actually said the other day, we only have five weeks till the day start getting longer, which is great. Was mm. it 22nd of December? Yeah. And the day start yeah, getting longer. Yeah. I, uh, I lived in Canada for a while and it was just dark all the time all the time i somehow managed to lie my, my way in not lie my way someone had a contact and they lied for me that i know how to fit kitchens so i was working in a skyscraper in calgary in canada and this actually the day i quit that job was probably i'd say it was the worst day of my life i quit that job because i had no idea what i was doing i was left on a full floor of a skyscraper by myself fitting kitchens and i, and I didn't know how to screw the leg onto the fucking cabinet I was making 20, $28 an hour uh, as a 19 year old. And I, I like, I actually, when I handed my notice, your man gave me a grand severance pay. And I'd been there maybe two weeks, three weeks. But uh, I remember I left and I went down to the bottom floor and I just had this overwhelming urge of complete failure and uselessness. So I had still my work gear on and I went down to walk towards the subway station home and I went into a supermarket and I sat down on the floor of the toilet and I carved the word useless down my leg in, with a Stanley blade. And I was sitting on the floor and I don't know why, but the security guard in the supermarket knew something was up. And he came in and you could see under a little slit in the door and he could see I was sitting down. I could see him looking up at me and he was saying he had called the police and they were on their way. And I'm sure I was, I had no idea what was going on. I was fucking not in a, a well placed like. And so I now was after, I was bleeding on the floor, I was after carving the word useless into my leg with a standing knife, and now the guards were on the way. So your man grabbed me, I unlocked the door, and your man grabbed me, pulled me out, pulled me outside, said, police are coming, and I was like, why are the police coming? He said, you don't do drugs in my store. He thought I was shooting up heroin in the toilet stall in that shop. So I went home that day, and I just, I think I rang my parents and I just said, look, I'm, I'm coming home. I can't do this anymore. I flew home maybe a couple of days later. And when I arrived back in Dublin, my bags never arrived. <laughs> so that was just, it was just this fucking absolute shit show. And from there, I basically had zero. Like I was living with a girlfriend over there at the time and that broke up. I lived with her family actually over there as well. So all that was gone. Uh, I had nothing. I had no job. I had no money. I was in a terribly fucking bad place for a couple of weeks after that. I couldn't sleep. So I got sleeping pills and eventually one stopped working at night. So I'd have to take two and I wasn't supposed to be doing that. So I'd run out early, but when, and then two stopped working. So I'd have to mix it with alcohol in order to fall asleep. And then that just, I never actually had a night's sleep. So I was either staying up all night or I was just blacking myself out with sleeping pills and alcohol and eventually i can't remember what exactly the catalyst was on that one but i think that might have been where someone reached out to me with the i mind coach 
at that stage or that as I said like this this part like I was on antidepressants at the time but I'd only take them when I felt like it so again this this area of my life is kind of blurry there isn't an exact timeline on it but uh that's kind of how bad things got for me so like if I'm able to find a way to a place where I'm okay with myself I have a, a fantastic life I have a fantastic family I, I'm comfortable with who I am I'm doing a job I love I'm engaged to be married and I have a child like I, I have a fantastic life at the minute and I'm absolutely blessed with it but like if I can be that fucking bad and have the life I want to have like absolutely anyone can you know if you're slightly even slightly unhappy with your life imagine how fucking happy you could be if you just put some fun some time into yourself like yeah. and that's kind of why like why i wanted to do out doing this podcast is again is like if you're having a shit time at the minute all it takes is just spend a bit of time on yourself and you can be fucking whatever you want to be like, not, like obviously you can't play, i can't want be able to play in the nba but i'll be able like to be happy and that's the main thing it's not about being what you want to be like i could say i want to be a mechanical engineer but I could be a mechanical engineer and still hate myself mm. like what you want to be is happy you don't want to be a career yeah. you don't want to be a certain title yeah. you just want to be happy be to be accepting of your current situation yeah. and be glad you have it yeah. you've mentioned it. before how much you appreciate Jordan Peterson's idea of that the idea that it's what you do every day that matters more than anything and like how you even meet your spouse that sort of thing mm. like it, I think that's what th these daily interactions are so more valuable yeah yeah it was, uh, someone said uh, I think I've been you know your man Brian Keane you read his book Rewire Your Mindset mm -hmm. he's like show me what you do every day and I'll tell you where you'll be in a year <clears throat> like that's so true like I put a post in the Facebook group for the, the Lean and Well program the other day or yesterday I've been but it's just like you can only do what's in front of you to do today mm -hmm. like if you hit fucking you lay out three things you want to get done tomorrow be it like exercise go for a walk or like eat a nutritious meal hit your protein hit your calorie targets you set one of those as a priority two that you'd like to achieve and then like if you hit at least if you hit one of those you've won the day like mm -hmm. so it's just about winning every day because you can't win tomorrow yet you're not there yet just do what's in front of you to do today and then like you can go to bed happy like you've achieved something but you have to make it you have to define it what the goal is for today get that done maybe two more that you might like to get done if you get those done as a fucking bonus the end of the day is a winner in your own eyes and that's all that matters can i ask what might be a stupid question yeah when you hear of someone um dying by suicide yeah what goes through your head uh i hate it i hate it uh some people say like it, it's selfish or it's um like how could they ever do that but you're not in that situation you 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 can't say that's selfish because it's not you like some people can be in so much fucking pain that they just can't see a way out and they don't think about the people that are going to be left after do you know and i'm sure if you asked almost all the people who have died from suicide would they take it back i'd say they take it back immediately and like now with social media now with the internet now with the resources that are there like you know where you can go it's still going to happen people are still going to do it i absolutely hate it because of what it leaves with the pain it leaves behind with the families and like people with kids and brothers and sisters and parents and like they, they have to live with that you know i don't think there is much worse than that 
losing a, a relative to suicide or, or someone close to you, I don't think it does get much worse than that. Because it's someone you love, but they didn't love themselves enough to stay. And that kills people. It, it eats people alive. And there, look, it gets easier as time goes by, but it's better if you cannot place that on people. Do you know, the help is there. Just like if you're in a place where you're thinking that that is an option for you, then there is also the option of finding the help and getting better and living a, a relatively good life again to start and then seeing where you can take it from there and not having to, not ruin, but like, yeah, basically ruin everyone you love or care about you's life for a very long time. There's two options and I just, I, I'd love it. I would love if anyone in that situation, like maybe it's not someone listening to this, but if it is someone listening to this, like you have the other option as well. Like that is there and it's a far, far fucking 1,000 times, 1 million times better option to take, always. That's the option I took. I could have took those two options. I took the option I'm talking about and I got everything I wanted out of life so far and my whole future ahead of me. There is, there is fucking... A, 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 an actual solution to it and it's good and that's the one you should pick that's that's so valuable Mark um, that, that what you described there is everything it's absolutely everything when it comes to this um, I know we can pin it on social media a bit but I don't know I just heard a few examples there lately of people in their 80s and 60s who would not be on social media mm. and who in their lives yeah it is for me, and from my perspective, I think meaning has a lot to do with it mm. and understanding that you're worthy, um, worth, a person's sense of worth mm. is very important. Uh, but it's it's what you say there, whether they love themselves. Um, but uh, how you... How you find meaning is totally unique as well. And it comes back to the whole Mark Halpin thing, that you have found a true personal training mm. through fitness through applying yourself every day your 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 future wife your your daughter um for me it's a different picture but it's still valuable and that i suppose without getting this is kind of separate but without getting too egotistical about it everything is a spark for it like oh please god this conversation will also lead to other people having conversations and you know preserving that idea that our mental health is as important as our physical health. Yeah. And in turn, like, like your, your podcast last year had a phenomenal out, out, outreach and impact on people that some of whom you will never meet. Yeah. Like yeah. that is profound. Mm. Yeah. That's huge. And that's, that's the whole point. I, I done it. And this whole point, I done this. The way people I'll never talk to or will never like, even if they see me or they know who I am or they might not come up and say that to me because, you know, there is that weird awkwardness of it. Yeah. Like, you know, what do you yeah. say? And people are like, thank you for sharing. I'm like, that's so weird. Like, don't say that. <laughs> no, but like, I, I appreciate it. Yeah, I honestly yeah. appreciate it. But, yeah. you know, you can tell they want to say something, but they don't mm. know what the right thing to say mm. is. And that that's fine. I, I, I do. I honestly really appreciate the sentiment of it. Mm. But it is, people are going to avoid having that. So like, mm. it, it, and that is what makes all that worthwhile to me. Like everything I went through is so worthwhile because I am able to share how bad things got for me and I'm able to use that as an example of how like 
good I have things now. Now, like, my life is far from perfect. I fucking get stressed. I have nights where I don't sleep. Like, I burn, burn myself out. I sometimes fucking drink too much. I sometimes eat too much. Like, I still have problems, but I'm... I'm a far, far, far long way away from where I was. Mm. And if I'm able to share that, what I went through, then that was all worth it. If that shows one person how they can get out of it or even that they can get out of it, mm. that's worth a fucking, I do it twice. Like, yeah. do you know, Young has this idea that everything in life is a spiral. And like you were obviously at, the, at a very low point, but like what you, what you face now with, with the stress or everything that like, I, I kind of recognize what he's saying about the spiral there that these things crop up again but your 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 arsenal of equipment your your tools that you're able to deal with these things are is a lot more stronger and it outweighs the negatives of what you meet yeah yeah absolutely so it's like it's not as if worse things were happening to me then than might happen now it could have been the same levels of stress i just didn't have the toolkit to process oh. them Mark. and now I have them yes so it's not that the world has got easier I've become stronger yes. and that's how you, the world does get easier for you as you make yourself stronger yes and sometimes with anxiety and especially what I find anyway with anxiety I, I attended I mind coach there a few months ago yeah and when his techniques are very good at unpacking um unpacking what's going on in in the head in yeah. that um you when you apply his techniques you're able to solely understand that it wasn't that those events were what, what you've put those words encapsulated perfectly but like just that uh, it wasn't the events that were the problem it was my response to the events that was um off balance yeah and not in not in tune with a, a sense of calm but that's that says a lot mark um do you wanted this to be we probably haven't covered a lot of practical approaches do you want to well i think i suppose vitamin d looking at that um journaling very important meditation is an option uh, therapy is an option yeah um exercise exercise biology plays a massive part in it it does like obviously there is this the psychoanalytical and uh, the young and and all these kind of perspectives but if you aren't putting yourself in a position where your body is able to cope with stress then you're going to find it a lot harder if you are exercising, if you're getting seven to nine hours of sleep, saunas are very good, particularly this time of year for your mental health. Uh, I use a cold shower still, been doing that for about two years. You don't have to do that. I just find it really, really, really fucking beneficial to do in the mornings. Um, what else? So we have journaling, there's therapy, uh, meditation. There is going for a walk, getting sunlight in your eyes. There is talking to your friends, talking to your spouse, talking to your parents, talking to anyone having a conversation, making time for yourself. Like there, there's so many, so many things that you can do just to spend a little bit of time on yourself instead of scrolling your phone. Like, so you can still do all that stuff, but just make sure you're number one. Yeah. Just make sure of that like, because you can like very easily say, I have to do this for this person, this for this person, this for this person. And that like I'm and I doing so well, like, but you're not filling yourself up you're not prioritizing you like that you, you're not going to have the self-esteem or the confidence that you'll be able to approach these situations with because you don't see the value in yourself to put that time into yourself and you don't have to see it at the start just say i'm going to try 
and then you will it's small steps like you start very small and it builds but even just implementing one of those practices tomorrow like that compounds that's momentum in the other direction so i think that's huge mm. because everything has been about progress and and looking back on it can you can you elaborate more on, and i know we discussed it in the past but it's such a valuable concept the idea of compounding compounding oh it's compound interest so yeah. like it's like basically you do something if i if i took if i went for a one mile run or say i am massively overweight and i lost a pound a day for a year or a pound a week if i lost a pound a week for a year which isn't uh asking an awful lot like it, it's it's very very doable lose a pound a week for a year you're going to lose 52 pounds in a year like and you haven't people think oh, i to lose fucking 50 pounds like that's a lot like you only have to lose one pound this week that's not a big ask you know you have to go do a workout today that's it that's going to take you 45 minutes you have 24 hours in a day the rest of it is yours to do what you want with do that three times a week like don't that those results compound it's just about over across a span of time if you do something that builds and builds and builds and builds and builds and it becomes something else and it also works in the opposite direction like you can't just no one ever stays stagnant you're either progressing or you're regressing mm. so you, you choose which way you want to go if you always do what you've always ever done you only ever get what you've always ever got yeah yeah exactly um is there anything else you'd like to add mark aob mm. aob um no i don't think so mm. i don't think so um i hope there was some value in this to people they got something from it uh, if you are listening i hope you did get something from it or you enjoyed it if you're still listening this far i assume you did otherwise you could have been doing something better with your time but uh yeah no thank you for listening i i enjoyed doing this i mm. actually missed doing the podcasts mm. um but yeah this will be out now and hopefully soon enough we'll be back with regular episodes yeah michael yeah. thank you very much for your time Brilliant. And thanks to Shane and in the past, Robbie, you we wouldn't be able to do this without production. Yeah. And best wishes to Robbie so much. and Orla. And Orla as well yeah. at the same time. Yeah. Namaste. <laughs>